so hi nicole hi evie how are you i'm good would you like to cheers absolutely i would cheers Let's toast to queered queered how was your week it's been a busy week how about you pretty busy pretty busy um I had my niece's 18th birthday. Yeah. That was very exciting. Yeah, you had fun. Happy birthday, Kylie. Happy Love birthday, my life. Kylie. Love her. She's great. She's clever. She's funny. She's, it's a lot, yeah, she's, she's a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like your mom did a pretty bang up job there with the uh, buffet. Janice did. She does a bang up job. <laughs> Janice. Yeah, Janice Lee. Well, her name is Jamie, but um, on the a more formal formal note, I call her Janice. I understand. Janice Lee. Uh, she did a great job. She does, she makes everything beautiful it's her whole home is like it's decorated really well it's it's very charming and cute she's a fairy garden in her backyard oh i love that yeah we bought it we bought actually the the fairies for the fairy garden from frankenmuth which is i'm sure you've been there an adorable german style town no if i have been to frankenmuth oh boy if i have i was a kid it's a treat it's they have like a year it's a treat if you like christmas Exactly, and who doesn't like Christmas? Oh, I don't know people who aren't Christian. It's, I, it's yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. However, it's also, I don't know. It's kind of one of those places. If you grow up here, um, in southeastern Michigan, it's a day trip. It's just a day trip. It's something a little different. More so, what I remember growing up is uh, the hotels they had. Com- competing restaurants and they both had like hotel resorts and so it would be a place you would go for a day or two and they had like water slides inside and you know arcades and things like that so literally christmas was not part of it for us (laughs) it was water slides inside so i think we can all agree as children water slides inside are a lot of fun really arcades so that's to me what frankie was and there was a cheese store like a full-on 100 percent cheese store i sort of picture frankenmuth as living in, uh, uh, what are those called? A snow globe. Uh, I mean, you really... I sort it, of picture it as just, it is a snow globe, like, inside of the snow globe that is the earth, which oh, okay, is actually so, yeah. flat, right? F- yes, it is the flat earth. Um, it's, yes. We don't actually believe that. We don't actually believe that. We, we do not believe that. No, but you, the, earth the way is you round. just said it sounded like you almost believed it. No, I really just want so people okay. to understand that we don't actually believe that. We do not believe that. And Frankenmuth is not a Christmas town. It is a Bavarian-style town that sells cheese and has water slides and good beer. You had me at cheese. Right? So... Where was I going with free? Oh, the fairy garden. So we bought all these little <laughs> really overpriced trinkets to put in trees. And it's really, really pretty. And she did like fairy lights and everything. And it's really nice. Oh, so. that's cool. We're going to have yeah. some pictures of that. Yeah, it's very cute. I'm on Instagram. Right? Speaking of Instagram, definitely our socials. Do we follow us on Instagram? What are we, Queered Pod? We need to figure that out. Yeah, so we, can we need say to that figure that out. Yeah. Let's we'll get that, that down too. Queered we'll Pod. this out, Syzygy. Yes, yes. Well, we'll yeah, we're cutting out what we need to cut out at this point. We're cutting it out. We're editing. So we're we need our socials. Okay. Facebook. Yep. Instagram. Yep. Twitter? We don't have a Twitter yet, but we need a Twitter. Twitter one? Okay. Although, I don't know, maybe not right away. Yeah, we probably should have a Twitter. Anyway. Okay, so we we'll get that. cut all of this out. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll cut some of it out. So you had fun at uh, 
the birthday party? I did, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to be with family. It's funny because it's the same family that comes to every event. And it was an 18-year-old birthday party. She had one friend. And it was like 30 of my aunts and uncles that are all in their 60s or 70s. <laughs> So I every mean, it was that kind of party. Yeah, every eighteen-year-old's dream. So it was, it was really nice though, and and she, she, she had a nice time, and her friend had a nice time, and it was, you know, it was a lot of fun. My sister bought um, a projector movie screen for the backyard uh-huh. to watch movies. Do you think that's gonna make come in? It's probably gonna. Should we worry about that? or I just don't think we should. Okay. So she bought the projector movie screen, um, but it rained, so we didn't get to watch the movie. Like, you have to be Aww. pretty careful about that. So, yeah. yeah. It was kind of neat. Okay, so. Well, we don't have any housekeeping yet because we've just started the podcast. That's true. So we don't have any hate mail yet. Which um, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. And then we'll probably do a parody podcast of the hate mail and... Read back all the hatred to you. Just kidding. Ha ha. Maybe. I don't know. You'll, we'll see. We'll see. Could yeah. Be Could yeah. be funny. I just actually heard about another podcast uh, about um, doing exactly that. I mean, there's so much. There's so many trolls on social media. Yeah. And not that all hate mail is bad. I mean, let's not do hate mail. Come on. But, you know, constructive criticism constructive is Constructive criticism fine. is great. We'll absolutely accept that. If you have, you know... Gentle reminders, please. I also think, though, that as women putting ourselves out there, we have to be prepared for a lot of male angst directed at us. I'm listening to a new podcast right now called Incel, which I'm sure you, I don't know if you know that movement, the Incel movement. Uh, I'm going to have to look this up, which is okay. I have heard of it. Okay, I'm basically... S- it's conservative, right? Uh, basically, what it is is uh, celibate, but not by choice. They, they believe women Ooh. for their own celibacy. Or not believe. They blame women for their celibacy. Essentially, the MO is I'm... Women don't like me. So, you know, I, I, it's like kind of a victimhood in that way. Yeah, it's not my fault that women don't like me. It's their fault. Yeah, or, or, you know, a lot of them, I've noticed that, like, the trend is that they're, they're really, uh, comfortable talking about, like, things that they find unattractive about themselves that women would probably find unattractive too. Kind of what they, what they think women would find unattractive. And, resting in it they all talk about it it's you know like subreddits and different web pages and stuff and it's it's a pretty from the sound of it 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 gets you a pretty aggressive group wow wow that was abrupt that was a really abrupt that was a rough edit yeah oh Um, my gosh it's a Sisogy, you should be embarrassed. It's so embarrassing. I mean, I know this is the sausage episode and we're showing people how it's getting done, but know, that's what really embarrassing. Shitty sausage, yeah. God, you anyway, thought a cat can edit a little better. You would think. I mean, he's even got some thumbs <laughs> happening there. It's just weird. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. Just, yeah, that, that, uh, eh, it, it, it'll get better. It might not. I don't know. So, 
This is a segment we're calling Eat Your Vegetables, which is really... A news segment. A news segment. Just a couple of short little news items, uh, the sources for which are found in the show notes. You can click the links there and read the articles if you'd like. Otherwise, uh, just to let you know what's going on a little bit in the queer world, we have some news for you. Okay. Um... I'll go first. I've been, uh, this article comes out of BuzzFeed. It's called The Sex Drug That Kills. Um, It's revealing the hidden epidemic of abuse, overdose, and death caused by the drug G, also known as GHB, also known as the date rape drug. There's a couple different names. Uh, This four-parter talks a bit about what's going on right now in the gay community with GHB. Um, It's, uh, it's, it's used in what's referred to as chemsex situations. Um, You can look that up and get a little more information on it. Uh, But it's basically two or more men used alongside with crystal meth and other drugs to enhance sex. It's been taken recreationally since the 90s. And it's also used as a, I'm sure you've heard, as a weapon for murderers and rapists to use to spike drinks. Um, It's pretty gnarly. Yeah, it sounds gnarly. It is, yeah. But, I mean... So what's going on with it? Uh, well, um, there's been an eight month investigation by Buzzfeed and channel four, and it's basically exposing such widespread levels of GHB abuse among gay men that many users are calling it an epidemic. And there's a lot of harmful consequences, addiction, violence, sexual violence, overdose, death, and suicide. And it's also being used as a tactic in rape. So it's actually being put into lubricant. So used without, um, the men's, the man's consent. And you know, used as again oh. as a weapon in rape. So okay, it's, it's... so 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 a date rape drug, but how? But different, right? I mean, like a different. Well, sort it of is. Way I mean, it's it's di- it's a different sort of intake because I mean, obviously, if it's in a lubricant, there's already some sexual activity, but also it can be. You know, we all know like rape is not just necessarily the act, but also sure. the control and the power. So it's used as a weapon to. And the um, lack of consent, yeah. Uh, yeah, the lack of consent. And it's used as, um, you know, t- to facilitate that kind of takeover of power. Oh so, my gosh. yeah, and it's actually, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty big problem. I strongly recommend reading the four-part series. It's, it's really interesting. And also just keeping yourself aware of what's going on there and being careful. Uh, the thing about GHB is it's, it's colorless. It's odorless. I, it, I mean, it has no flavor or anything. So it can be really, it's, you know, it's really commonly used for again for date rapes and stuff because it's put you put it in drink and you can't tell at all. Um, so yeah, so that's it's a that's a pretty terrible story. Yeah, but um, you know, I think uh, BuzzFeed does a great job in in kind of highlighting the new abuses of it and just kind of so you can learn and maybe try to keep yourself yeah. safe. Well, that sounds really interesting. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Okay, my news pieces are. Um... Short, but not so sweet. Not at all. Not no. at all sweet. The um, news is yeah, the news downright is depressing. Pretty depressing, but... but I do have one high point. Okay. Okay, uh, the first bit of news is that the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism, which is a group out of California State University in San Bernardino, put out a report that said that hate crimes against LGBTQ plus people are the highest that they've been in a decade. They increased 9% last year over the year prior. And according to the Human Rights Campaign website, so far this year, 18 trans women, most of whom were black trans women, have been murdered. And we do know that 
incidents of violence and hate violence against trans women, particularly trans women of color, um, tend to be the most vicious and brutal attacks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a happy piece of news. No. And then the other, the other piece of news, you probably already heard about it, but this man named McCray Game, who... McCray Game? McCray Game. It sounds like an evil person in a romance novel or something, McCray Game. He was a uh, founder of this group called Hope for Wellness. Oy vey. They were a faith-based gay conversion therapy group program in South Carolina in 1999 and he came out last week as gay. He wrote on his Facebook that he apologized, that he was sorry for the people that he hurt. And then he said, quote, I certainly regret where I caused harm. I know that creating the organization that still lives was in a large way causing harm. People reported to attempt suicide because of me and these teachings and ideals. I told people they were going to hell if they didn't stop. Oh. And these were professing, professing Christians. So I just want to give a big fat fuck you to this fuck guy. Fuck right off, yeah. I mean, half, I mean, we're talking about the rise in hate and extremism, and it's people like him who help that rise. Yeah. So. I mean, I wish him the best now coming to terms with it, but fuck right off, too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like fuck you, dude. Yeah. But the one bright spot I have, which is okay. not a piece of gay news at all. <laughs> okay. But it is that Michigan is now considered a no-kill state for animals. I read that today. Yeah, that is such great news. It is great news. That's great now, news. No, it doesn't mean that there are no shelters that will kill animals. What it means, though, is that 90% of the animals are found a shelter where they can stay, a more permanent situation, they are adopted out, or they are found homes. So 10% will die? So... There is still the ten percent that will die, but ninety so percent. Really, so I know, but we still. Okay. I know, and it's not, but it's, it's not, still no, great. It's, it's great. Ninety percent. I mean, we are working really hard to keep our animals safe. Absolutely. Unlike our trans Tra- brothers, I know. brothers and sisters, so the world is so fucked. The world is so fucked. All right. Well, those were your vegetables. <laughs> wah, wah. I think they're rotten. Uh, thanks. Thanks again for joining us. No, this isn't the end of the episode. Well, we can stop at the right room, right? (laughs) Bye. I mean, see you in a minute. Yay! Amish people aren't even supposed to use it. I know. I mean, Amish lesbian dating. I mean, one completely one comment once about something, and it's yeah. So anyway, okay. So all right. So so we could try that intro. Cheers to queers. Yeah. All right. So. Our song. Because we can move things around, too, I think, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, song. Dun, 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 dun. Mm, okay. I was doing Britney Spears. Dun, 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 dun. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Um, should we say queer? Well, yeah, okay. Okay. So, should we start? Music. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Evie. Shall we toast this week's episode? Absolutely. Cheers to queers. Cheers. Excellent. Welcome to Queered, everybody. Welcome, welcome. This is our second episode. Yes, yes, it is. I'm very excited to be here. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I feel like today we should talk, well, it's an extension of last week's episode. 
just to get the listeners, to give them an idea of who we are and what we're about, why we're doing this, and what we want to bring to the world. Okay, I love this idea. Let's talk about that. Excellent. Um, So, you know, one of the things that, when we first started talking about doing this podcast, we were trying to figure out if we wanted to be topical if we wanted to, what was our focus? Yes, absolutely. And so what did you, where did you land on that? Well, it, it was, it's, that's a really big question and it's really complicated because I landed a million different places. I thought a lot about what I'm interested in and if that's what I want this top with this podcast to be about. And, you know, and is, is, is as big as that is it's also limiting and I was really we couldn't really come to one topic we we didn't want to focus on one specific thing I think that's what we both ended up like landing at like yes yeah it's really it's it's a daunting process to just limit yourself to one thing because I and that's I don't know that that's how our conversation really goes you know we we have amazing chemistry in that way we can speak and, and we can talk to each other forever and I feel like that would have been a little limiting. So I, I think that was a decision in itself. I, I would say for me anyway, when I we couldn't decide on one thing that we well, decided I, on I, everything. I agree. And I also sort of feel like at the beginning we were sort of figuring that at some point maybe this will all come into focus. And I think that's kind of what you were saying to me earlier, that this has come into focus for you as it not being about anything but sort of art for art's sake right I mean that's what this is is yeah and and that is what I was really getting to with our conversation earlier what we were talking about basically is I I found myself in this place and I, I feel like a lot of people can sympathize that I am very very passionate and interested in everything but I am not super passionately talented in one thing like there's you know there's not one place I land I my interests vary and what you know and it changes too and and that's how my brain works it changes all the time and when we were talking about doing this podcast landing on one topic was so difficult because I, I I mean maybe that's a fear of commitment in some ways but I've always my brain doesn't work that way so I had a really hard time with not having one topic be the issue too, because then I started getting worried about, well, will we get, will it just get lost in the noise? Is is there? Why would people listen to us? And then I realized that in itself is actually one really important topic because that message gets really lost out there. Uh, I think there are so many people out there that are really passionate, really love doing a bunch of different things. And I mean, I don't want to say that, that they're not talented in one thing, but there's just not one thing that stands out. And so because of that, they maybe don't try. And and with podcasting, there's so many great podcasters out there. And, you know, the podcast that we listen to, it's very easy to listen to them. And it, it becomes, you know... Yeah, I, I mean, for myself, I won't speak for you, but I get a little nervous about venturing into podcasting because we don't have that one exact, you know, we're not true crime. We're not one specific thing. We're not sci-fi. We're not sci-fi. 
We're not. Of course you would say sci-fi. Of course I would say sci-fi. We're not fiction. We're, we're not, not sci-fi for sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Aren't we? It, but, it, but all of that aside, I think we're kind of covering something that more more than anything people can really relate to because we're not we're not any of that we're us and it's specific and it's kind of beautiful and it's interesting and it's fun and we are you know it's still I think it's still a refreshing take because we are two queer women from the midwest and you know we have voices and and that is still a community that is marginalized and and needs to I feel like there's still people that are looking out there that want to connect with queer women. And so I still think that there's, I don't want to say a market for it. That sounds more yeah commercial, but there's still a need for it. Yeah. Like, in, you know, a well, need. I agree. I was thinking of actually a little bit about queer spaces earlier because I was listening to a really interesting podcast called The Thread. Okay. Which I totally recommend. It takes one piece of history and connects it to another thing and then another thing and then it brings it up to a current event. Excellent. So it's really fascinating. But the um, the the one I was listening to today was about Bayard Russell, who was a black gay man in the South, uh, one of Martin Luther King Jr.'s greatest uh, soldiers, <laughs> greatest advisors. Soldier, really. I like that. I mean, yeah, he was really definitely. a great advisor. And soldier is probably not a right word, the right word, because he was extreme pacifist. He was considered the American Gandhi. Blah blah blah. Anyway. The point is, is they were talking about in his time where, because, you know, because he was gay and he was black, it was very, very difficult. But because of the state of gay laws at the time, there was this thing called cruising, right? And Mm -hmm. so that's how men specifically is what they were talking about in this was that's how men met was by cruising you know in different locations or whatever and so a lot of times back then there would be police sting operations right sure to trap these gay men and uh humiliate them and take their money and put them in jail and all of these things right so baird russell was rustin oh my god i keep saying baird russell don't i it's baird rustin baird Baird rustin oh my god that's humiliating cut that out syzygy Bayard Rustin. Bayard Rustin. Okay. So he uh, he got busted a few times, right, for cruising. And it was a way to sort of take him down as a major sure. civil rights leader. And I started thinking about queer spaces and how, like, there was such a need. There was a need for going outside of traditional, so to speak, places to meet people um, because there weren't queer spaces, because yeah. there weren't allowed to be queer spaces, right? And the queer spaces that there were were all underground, mafia-owned, whatever. Um, so nowadays you've got the this problem where bars nowadays want to just act like we're in this post-homophobic, post-transphobic Absolutely. world where they're, they're saying nowadays, well, we're not a gay bar, we're an everybody bar. And it's super irritating to me because there is still a need for queer spaces in that way. I mean, there is still a need for us to meet each other and find each other outside of the internet. And, you know, I mean, there still needs to be meeting spaces for that. And when you don't have those kinds of queer spaces, what happens? It goes outside into another market and it becomes potential for the law yeah. to get you. No, it, I think that that's... And so that's, this is sort of a queer a space like that. squeaky chair. No, it's an old chair. But it's like, you know, it's this haunted. is sort of a queer space like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that 
you know, again, like it's, I, I feel like I'm in that, that place too. You know, it was really a problem. Like in, in Boston, there were so few queer spaces, even though there were so many queer people because it was considered so progressive. I don't know if there are that, you know, that they felt there wasn't as much of a need for those spaces in there really is. I can't stress that enough. There really is a need. And so... Squeaky. <laughs> um, my house is squeaky. squeaky. We're in my very fancy basement right now. With skeletons. That's With all I'll skeletons. say. Skeletons. Um, I love it. And well, grandma's chairs that squeak. I love it. So, squeak it away. Here we are. And, you know, that's what this podcast is going to be. It's going to be that space for queer people on the, our little corner of the internet on, and to podcasting. To tell queer stories. To tell a queer story. Yeah, our, our you know, we, I feel like we will reach people with, with weekly topics. You know, people that will, will, topics that are, you know, will connect with people and our take on it. But I think that when you know as getting started one of the most important things we can talk about is that 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 message it really is it's all getting lost and and art is getting lost and everything is getting lost because everything is so you know it's so niche now and everything is carved out and everything has a label and everything in the middle is is you know you're again it's it's just lost and that's us doing this podcast it took you know because I'm very neurotic and it's very hard for me to <laughs> not compartmentalize everything and, and try to think of things as in a certain way and it's hard for me to just go into something and just with with faith and and not a complete plan but that's what we're doing here and we're doing it because you know like I said we both have voices and we have things to say and I think it's gonna be really fantastic because it's just a great organic conversation with real situations that hopefully you can identify with and or at least laugh along with laugh us. Laugh along with and 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 also we're being vulnerable and we're going to put ourselves out there just to show you that that art just it matters for art's sake. It's not it doesn't have to be something specific. It doesn't have to be something you know, a job or something you're paid for, you can just want to say something and you can find a platform. And so we're, we're doing that. We want to say something and we have a platform. Yeah. And so that's where, that's what queered is about. And that's yep. what being five a queerdo is about. Yes. Five, five listeners, listeners. Hello, mom. Fine for me. Maybe my 5, mom. 5,000 listeners. Fine. Um, you know, I mean, this is just about Five million, that's where I think. Five million, that's yeah. where we're landing. About five million. I've said landing a lot today. It's like I've become an airplane pilot. It's a good word, though. I mean, we just, there's a reason why we're saying these things, because, you know, I do, I have put a lot of thought into it, and, you know, since we're landing here, we should talk about it a little bit, and... Well, I think one of the other things that we're going to try to do each week that will also, I think, add to sort of the multi-dimensional aspect of this is we're going to be putting out different photographs to go with each episode and they're going to be a lot of fun yes they're going to be interesting yes i love photography they're like, gonna yeah. be weird <laughs> and that's that's Probably part of the fun a lot yeah queer kind of a story if you will uh, yeah, yeah it'll be i mean it's it's it'll be a story a little bit and i think that's and again, you just, you really have to have faith and start in the beginning. And that's what we're doing. And as far as listenership goes, we want participation. 
I would love to have people participate. Any topics that they, you know, is something you want to talk about uh, as a queer person or anybody really, just an ally even. Um, and this is definitely a safe place for trans people too. 100%. Trans rights are human rights. We want to talk about it. Any Anybody who wants to get involved and, and really have something to say, please contact us because that's, you know, as much as we're our voice, we... We want to be your voice, too. Not your voice, but we want to be advocates for your voice, rather. So, you know, and so we can we can really, really do that with this. This it can reach a, a broad audience. Well, just think of us as your, like, big sisters that you can tell anything to. Absolutely. Oh, I like that, too. It can be scandalous. Yeah. Oh, good Lord, please. I want all your scandalous stories. Oh. But seriously, like, I love the idea of people writing into us, telling us, giving us ideas for topics, or sharing their stories about topics that we've already covered, yeah. or topics that queer they issues are important. Covered. So and it's it's not we're not there yet. We're not post homophobia. We're not post. We are not living in that space. There is still a need for it to to you need a space <clears throat> to feel welcome and to ask questions and to be who you want to be and suggestions. We're we're there for that. That's. You know, that's something I really want to focus on. Yes. I love this idea. Excellent. Okay, what do you say? Is it time to do our crushes? Yes. Okay, so uh, every week we're going to come out with um, our crushes. And the crushes aren't always going to be romantic or sexual in nature. They're just... I, I, I That actually goes right into who <laughs> my crushes are this week. Um, definitely not romantic or sexual in nature. Um, go, well, do you want to go no, first? Go ahead. Or, okay. You go. You go. So this week I caught a video online of um, Anderson Cooper and Stephen Colbert, okay. and they were talking about grief, and it was a, you know, it's one of those things that I I love BuzzFeed News. I I think the world of it. I mean, I really like. Yeah. I read it every day, and I saw the. A 10-minute segment on BuzzFeed News about, uh, basically it just said that this is really emotionally charged. You should watch it. And I watched it. And it resonated with me so much. When, you know, talking this week about how and why we're doing this podcast, I thought a lot about where I am now and how I have changed. Um, A couple months ago, I lost my dad. And it it really, it really changed things for me more than I expected. It, and I mean, it's going to change things even more. But at this point, even now, some things have changed. And I try to sit with that and, and understand it, but I can't right now. It's still too fresh. So I watched that segment and, I mean, talk about crushes. So I think of crushes as, I mean, well, first and foremost, I mean, it usually ends up being like, cute girls I mean I'm I'm I'm, I'm, in a, I'm definitely definitely gay like I but but it, I think of crushes in a way that like it's just a person who makes you feel something or see something just feel a little differently or see the world a little differently even if it's just for a few minutes you know that kind of like lopsided smile or that like those moments those feelings and that, that little flutter yeah. that that segment I mean it just I was I'm not an emotional person. I'm not overly emotional. And it, I mean, it rocked me for a minute there. And it was all about grief and how you change. And, and this is a very fresh loss for me. So was the, was the segment 
uh, Anderson Cooper being interviewed by Stephen Colbert? No, they were talking to each other about grief. Just so they both okay. they both lost um, their fathers at young ages, okay. and Anderson Cooper recently lost his, his mother. mother. Right. Yep. Um, Who he got Colbert. his laugh from? Yes, yeah. I, I actually. His, I will say real quick. His um, autobiography is amazing, and I really strongly suggest reading it. It's very very exciting book to read. It's all about like his his stories and traveling and you know just he's he's a really great writer and great guy and but Stephen so Stephen Colbert he lost his father and two brothers in um, a plane crash and he was very young and they were both young and they talked about how it changed them and Stephen Colbert made this point about how one of the big one of the big ways that he felt he changed was because he felt like things were less important. Not in a bad way, but almost in a way that, like, there's no reason to not be vulnerable and to not put yourself out there and to not just do what you want to do because you want to do it. You yeah. know, to express every emotion at that time, like, if something's going to make you feel good or... And, you know, he really channeled it in being a comedian. And I love that. And... What he said resonated so much with me because I it really brought me back to this podcast. I thought a lot about it. Like, we started this podcast before my dad passed, and I would have 100% still done this. But there, something changed, and I, I don't know how to explain right now because, again, like I said, the loss is really fresh, and I don't really can't wrap my mind around it quite yet. But I do know that there was a little bit of kind of a a shocking moment where it just felt like other things weren't as important in a good way like the the you know the the humility or that whatever I would feel along with doing this and be putting myself out there and being vulnerable it just didn't matter as much and I really thought about a lot of after he said that I really was shocked because I'm like wow I kind of felt that too like I just wanted to do this. And, you know, one of the things about my dad is that he was a he was an adventurer at heart. I mean, his stories are bananas. We'll go through some. I mean, they're a little crazy. But in his, you know, in his core, it was an adventure. And I'm like that, too. All my moving and all the things I've done, I felt like I've been pretty adventurous in that way. And I don't know. I feel like this is kind of this this venture here we're taking now is kind of a nod to him. So I feel like that really kind of brought it together. So, so your crush of the week is Anderson Stephen Cooper, Cooper and, and Stephen, Stephen Colbert. Colbert. Yep. I like it. I love it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> my crush of the week is Akila Hughes. Do you okay. know Akila Hughes? No. Um. She is this brilliant comedian, writer. Um, she's super smart. I just love smart people, you know? Right? That's why um, you like me. She's this really gorgeous, strong, beautiful black woman. And her laugh makes my day. Right? She's been on a couple of podcasts that I listened to over the past couple of weeks. And... Every time she's on, I'm so excited because I get to hear her laugh, and her laugh makes me laugh. It makes me happy. It 100% makes my day, and she kills it on Twitter, so Akila Hughes is my Excellent, excellent. Okay. And I highly recommend her. It's Akila obviously, on Twitter, 
and uh, I will just follow check her, her for sure. Yeah, she's for hilarious. Sure. I love it. Awesome. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to our second episode of second Queer. Episode, yep. Stick with us. Stick with We're us. Getting there. Yeah, we'll get there and be a part of it. Send us. Don't only stick with us. Join us. Send us questions, comments, concerns. No, none of those. Send us any of those. All of it. Send us anything you want, you know, anything you want to hear or talk about. You know, we're very open to that. So like us on Facebook. We are Queered Podcast. Q-W-E-I-R-D P-O-D-C-A-T Nope. Why you? We are not a podcast. (laughs) Are we a podcast? Yes. (laughs) But no, we're not. Uh, Let me... Fix it or something. Fix it. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. <laughs> dot com. So Queered Podcast yes. on Facebook and Queered Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Or is it Queered Pod? We'll have to find that out. It's one of the two. Stick with us. Stick it gets us. better. Find us. All right. We'll eventually get Twitter too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, stay weird. Be weird. Stay weird. Be weird. Be please. weird. It's so much better that way. <laughs>